0: One thing we love here at Adagio for Things, it's when celebrities with no musical background, or really skill for that matter, try their hand at art music and knock it out of the park. You think about an underdog story, and how satisfying it is to see that underdog, against all odds, finally achieve their dream. Well, in this case, the underdog is a famous actor with limitless resources. And that dream is writing dated orchestral music with mediocre orchestration. Bellissima. So you know what we say here at Adagio? Beethoven, Brahms, great, fine. Oh, what's that? John Cena plays piano? Give him a recording contract. John Adams, Mark Anthony Turnage? Cool, whatever. Oh wait, did you hear that Sandra Bullock wrote a string quartet called Speed Four? DJ, play that shit. That is why we here at Adagio are so excited to bring you this conversation with celebrity Guy Mason.
1: Today on Adagio for Things, we are so honored to be in the presence of esteemed actor, Oscar winner, and believe it or not, composer, Guy Mason, famous for his Oscar winning role in Endless Road and his newest Netflix venture, The Drop. Guy, we're just so glad that you decided to join us today and answer some of our questions. Of course. Thank you for having me. Most of our composer guests on this show, Mr. Mason, are newer composers on the younger side starting out. So having someone of your caliber as an artist is really a privilege. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for carving out the time. I saw you on Oprah the other day, and I know you're touring to promote this new album you just put out of your own work.
3: Can I just ask which Episode was that because Oprah has been off the air for several years. Did you? <laughs>
2: I'm an
1: idiot. Did you mean the View? Were you watching the View, Spencer? Well, she does have the O Network. <laughs> Carry on with What's your a question. a show that people watch? The View. Conan.
2: I saw you on Conan the other night, and you were great. Thank you. you. Were busy. So thanks, thanks for carving out the time to be with us. Of course. I just wanted to ask, how did you come up with the title for your record?
3: Well, I had a few titles at first. Uh, Power was the obvious title. <laughs> Which, it's not funny. Power spoke to me in a way that only power can. So I chose power.
1: Oh, oh okay. What, what were some of the yeah, other just... options that you'd considered?
3: There is power. Into the night, you will find power. Power is limited. But not for me. For others. <laughs> for others, it's limited. For myself, uh, It's infinite but I thought that 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 was quite long. I just wound up choosing power, the Mm. infinite bliss that resides at my hands and flows (laughs) through me into the orchestra.
1: Wow. Inspiring. (laughs) Very concise. Now, I I have to ask, how does the the transition from Oscar-winning actor happen to becoming a, a classical composer? Where did you learn it?
3: Well... I learned it from this man on a weekend seminar. The man shall remain nameless.
2: You only studied music for a weekend? Well, it was a weekend seminar, and it was loaded with emotion. I was emotional.
3: I wept. I learned more about music than most could in a reasonable amount of academic study.
1: (laughs) Wow. Now, a few of your characters have been musicians. Is that part of where the inspiration for this came? Was it... Uh,
3: no, I would say that's uh, more of a freak accident. Oh. Or just, accident. it's it a good? freak... It, that was freaky. I, I, I gleaned nothing from that.
4: So there was no, you didn't take any inspiration from playing musicians? <laughs> that it didn't inspire you in any way at all to, didn't to you, write? Didn't you win
2: an Oscar for playing a concert pianist? And there was the movie where you were a conductor.
3: I would say that I gained nothing from those experiences.
1: What movie was that again, Spencer? The it Hammer was, uh, Falls. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, no, that was Endless Road. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Shooting
3: Endless Road <coughs> was like an endless road. If I'm going to be <laughs> honest.
1: I'm sure the training to learn, uh, going into that character, was grueling.
3: Why are you so sure of that?
1: Uh, it was, it, the performance was so engaging and, and, and a lot to watch. So getting back to your
2: album, Power, what's the entire title? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we can just call it Power.
2: So Power, I take it you, you finished Endless Road and you started on Power. Mm-hmm. How long did it take to write that and what was, what was your writing process like?
3: Well, before I even wrote Power, I wrote Brilliant Beyond What is Capable of Anything. And that was a huge success. So that made Power
1: even easier. Was that with the same orchestra that you recorded Power? No,
3: that was just in my living
2: room. I remember that. That hit the Brazilian Billboard Top 100.
4: Now, is it true that you were writing the piece at the same time you're filming Endless Road?
3: Was I writing Power when I was acting in Endless Road? The answer is, yeah. of course, because Endless Road was taking forever, and I was losing my mind, and I just kept saying, stay in it for the Oscar, stay in it, You and I said, stay in it, you little shit, I, and I didn't like how wait, I wait, was wait. speaking to myself. Uh. I said, stay in it, saying? you What's little it? shit, and, um, and I stayed in You'd- it.
4: Do you talk to yourself this way often?
3: Uh, it's the inner voice of the actor that is ours.
4: Your muse verbally abuses you?
3: Yeah. I said um, in my head, do it, you little shit. Like before, I need to, I wish, I wish I could speak to myself in a kinder manner. But I motivate myself through fear.
1: <laughs>
4: ah, that can, that, can, that can be effective.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit about how you worked with the orchestra and the conductor, or or actually, how did they find out about your music? Because apparently, until this album happened, no one really knew that you were such an avid composer and musician.
3: My album before this was brilliant beyond what is capable of anything. And I said earlier that was done in my living room. And I sent um, just the the smallest little clipping of that to the orchestra head.
1: What orchestra was that?
3: It was the, the one of the best in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were blown away. So they said, We need to get you on board to really show us whatever you're doing in your living, or we want this in a huge auditorium. I like to call it a stadium.
1: <laughs> and so now, is, uh, is there going to be a, a tour for Power? Or where can people? I mean, obviously, people can buy the record, but will they be able to hear this live? Or? Uh, that's a great idea. <laughs>
2: You hadn't considered touring with it? Well... I mean, it's a huge success, so you could probably pack some seats.
3: Yeah. I mean, I could fill a few football fields. I could fill... um, Where do they do it? Where do they have these? In soccer arenas? What? Like... In
1: concert halls, you know, in... Inside. 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 (laughs) Usually. Okay. They hold
4: 2,000 people or so.
3: Great. I have another um, album coming out.
4: Oh. Oh, that's... With the same orchestra or another orchestra?
3: An absolute new group. The orchestra was bottom of the barrel. I know that they were the best in New York, but for me, an academic, an an award winner, what's the word? Oscar. That's the word. (laughs) For an Oscar winner, sometimes the top of the barrel is really the bottom of the barrel.
1: (laughs) So you have very high standards, it sounds like.
3: Absolutely.
1: I mean, I didn't even... Were there specific things that were were grating to you or that that weren't up to snuff, or...?
3: I would throw my conductor uh, wand. I would yell, and I would yell very often until my throat was sore, and it was almost as if I was met with a look of incredulousness from the 20 or 400 so orchestrion people sitting in front of me. What's the words that I'm looking for? Orchestrian,
4: orchestrian.
1: <laughs> is there a specific instrument that kind of is the the highlight of this piece or this album?
3: It has a notes of amber and a, a strong.
4: Wa- wait, wait. I'm waft. sorry. Notes of what? It
3: has notes a of... strong waft of emotion that I want to say is almost like a, a notes of uh, amber or chocolate. Is,
1: is it is it all one piece <laughs> or is it an album of different smaller pieces of music?
3: It's an album of different smaller pieces of music and then one oh. huge piece that will leave you devastated.
1: Oh, wow. What's the name of the
4: big piece?
3: <laughs> the Baboon You Thought You Knew, which harkens back <laughs> what, to- What inspired that title? Uh, a baboon I thought I knew on a trip <laughs> only to learn I was dead wrong.
2: Is yeah. sacrifice a big part of your musical process? Do you find that pieces come out better when they're the product of great sacrifice?
3: Uh, absolutely. I sacrifice so much to just even show up. Uh, it's very difficult to get out of bed, so the sacrifice of leaving my warm uh, tomb, if you will, it <laughs> is quite challenging.
4: Now, I'm going to address the elephant in the room, because... I'm sure that you expected this to come up. I am a but homosexual. All... Oh, I wasn't even that wasn't the question. But what? That's that's awesome. Okay. I was <clears throat> gonna actually reference the controversial Twitter feud that you had with that nameless individual who didn't give you the best review on your premiere. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that or how that how that ended up wrapping itself up? Or is it still going on? I mean, is this did you resolve the conflict, or did you just move on?
3: In my mind, I I moved on. I cursed him out, like I would curse. Oh, we saw. Out we all it. we all saw. Yes, and I I tried to take a, for lack of a better word, a hit out on him. I shouldn't say that oh, so in a podcast, but uh, no. no. We'll um. edit it out. Edit it out, because I can't. I got a movie coming out.
1: Oh, okay,
2: yeah we can we can cut that out.
3: Okay.: I don't take well to criticism, which brings me to my next album. Devastating is the title of the next album, and it is a mixture of oversaturated undertones and, and mixed with a medley of uh, Potpourri extravagance with a, a crumbly, delicious...
1: that's it.
4: Wait, this is, <laughs> it have, sounds uh, like
1: food plays a lot into your inspirational process. <laughs> and I'm just I'm so curious with your your different background. What do your scores look like?
3: I don't get that at all from my description of things. I think that's you projecting. <laughs> but my, my scores look like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen.
1: Do you use typical notation? Like, yes. Do
3: you know what a stanza is?
1: yes but, I, but not we're, in on terms of music. we're on no. the same page we're on the uh, same page interest so it sounds like you're not using standard notation
3: well I have a staccato approach to things and then I do what I what I want as I move through the page with the notes the notes come to me the notes leave me I scream the notes come back
1: Wow. If, if, there's, if there's one composer who's like the biggest inspiration to you, is there somebody who you look up to the most uh, in terms of your own musical style and inspiration? Yes.
3: Yes, I would say that there is. Thank you. Next, uh, the next assortment of questions. <laughs> if I were to guess the next question, it would probably be, why is it so good? And the answer would be, when you really apply yourself in a weekend seminar, what can come from it
1: speaks to how much you put into it.
2: Wow. Really inspiring.
1: Mm. Well, Mr. Mason, it's really been a privilege and and an honor to to speak with you. Okay. Uh, And maybe we'll talk to you next time after you win an Oscar for Best Score although it sounds like it might be a little more experimental than the Oscars are used to.
3: <laughs> You're the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Uh,
1: I'm, I'm not sure how to respond.
3: Um, uh, we're going to edit out the part we, uh, uh, we agreed upon. Uh,
2: um, well, yeah.
3: Yeah. And uh, well, I, I would like the homosexual part removed. If not for I'm fine with that I'm gay myself, but I just don't want it to overshadow uh my wife's life and the <laughs> album, and the album'll
4: well, we'll, 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 we'll be something we'll out. be discreet
3: DL, d l if you could keep a DL. d l
4: we'll do guy Mason
2: on the d l thanks for coming on
3: of course who are you
4: though <laughs> But do, do you mean who was just speaking, or, or like who are all of us?
1: Who are any of you? This is this is our podcast. <clears throat> you came on our podcast,
4: which we appreciate. We just found your number online. It wasn't that hard.
1: Okay, well, I, I've, got, I've got to get going.
4: All right, Guy.
2: We'll we'll talk to you soon.
3: This has been such a pleasure. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. Next time. Bye.